Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to episode 16 of Fight Mother Stream. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Oh, nearly old enough to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what shall we talk about in the intro bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you want to do the socials first? I'll do the socials first. And then I, I propose we play a game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so the socials, um, Instagram is BOTS underscore podcast. That is the same as Twitter, BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And the website is bottom of the stream where you will find the stream table and every episode that we've done so far. All 15 plus bonus one of them. Yeah, as always, tweet us, yeah. email us, any comment. Get in touch if you want to talk about any of the films we've talked about so far. Or suggest anything. Or to suggest add to anything the list. for the future. So, what game are we play in? Well, so this week we're going to talk about a film called Between Worlds. Between Worlds, starring Nicolas Cage. Yes, and Nicolas Cage has some fairly well publicised financial issues. Okay, doesn't he? Yes. So, he, like, just blows millions of dollars on like comic books. Yeah, he's a crazy person. He owned like three castles and yeah, you know, four villas and a fleet of yachts and okay went a bit bankrupt yes didn't he, did. he? so yeah. he turns out quite a few films yeah or he certainly has done over the last few years he has he's in everything so do you want to play a game of how many films was nicholas cage in this year was it more than last year oh okay let's play that game okay so i i'm going to use wikipedia okay because imdb doesn't necessarily put a, a year against films if they're in production right it tends to put them against when they actually came out. Got you. But I've got a list of everything Nicolas Cage has ever done. <laughs> okay. So let's. We're not going to go back to the right to the start. No. Good. Okay. So should we do like the last four four years? Maybe? Four years. Let's do four years. So I'll start you off. So 2015. Yeah. He's credited as being in four films. Okay. That's not many. I would have expected more. So we'll go from there then. So yep. 2016 was he in more or less than four films? More. You're correct. Yes. How many do you think he was in? Seven. It was in seven films. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't know you'd be so good at this game. <laughs> that was a good guess. So, seven in 2016. 2017. More or less than seven. I'm going to say more again. Ah, oh, no. No? Correct. Really? Only oh. three. Only three? Three films. Wow, I feel like he's in everything. So, last year, 2018. More or less than three films. Definitely more. You're right. Yeah, uh, any any guesses how many? Uh, five. Nine films. Nine? <laughs> what? How do you turn out nine films? That's crazy. One of which is Between Worlds. Okay. So how many is is Nicolas Cage in more or less films that he's either worked on or are scheduled to come out in 2019? It's got to be less nine than nine. Nine is your figure to be. It's got to be less than nine. Let me just double check. It's close. Okay. What did you say? Less. Less. You're incorrect. What? He's making more than nine films this year? It currently has... 10 films listed for 2019. <laughs> Amazing. Which means he's pumping pretty much one out Film of one. Film a month. Blimey. Oh and right. if that's not a high watermark of quality, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so okay. what you're telling me is Between Worlds is just another one in a whole great big long line of films that he's been making in the last two years. Put it this way. I think he's done 18 films in two years. If you wanted to do... 19 films. Yeah. If you wanted to do a podcast on... Surely Nick, Nicolas Cage movies, you're not going to run out of material. Well, maybe that's an idea. <laughs> if we ever run out of material on bottom of the stream, we'll do 
top of the cage. Yes, yes, top of the cage. <laughs> I don't think I could watch that many Nicholas Cage films. Not if they're all like this one. So he's up to sort of around 100, 100 films. That's just films. That's How not old is he? Not including TV or... Wow. How old is Nick Cage? Nick Cage, how old, how old do you think he is? I'm going to go 50... I, I, I mean, he looks like he had a bit of a rough paper round, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I'm going to go 54. He is 55. Oh, so, so close. And he's a grandfather. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Okay. He looks like his grandfather. <laughs> do you know he's also the first person that we've reviewed on Bottom of the Stream that's got an Oscar? Is he? Yeah. Wow, that is good. I, I had to double check it, but I'm pretty sure nobody in Bates got an Oscar. No. Nobody in Murder Party's got an Oscar. <laughs> the only one I wasn't sure about was Ellen Page in The Cured. But she was nominated, but she didn't win. Oh, so isn't she's the nominee? She's the nominee, but she didn't win. So Nick Cage is the first one. As far as I know, if I'm wrong, let me know any of the socials that you just heard. But as far as I know, he's the only person on any of the films we've reviewed so far that's got an Oscar. I had a lot of time for Nick Cage a while ago. <laughs> In the late 90s. Name me a better three action movies that someone reeled off than The Rock, then Face Off, then Connor. Yeah. Balls to the Walls fun. He's... he's not been good for a long time though. but now you gotta pay them bills yeah <laughs> Matchstick Men was good we went to see Matchstick Men in America together yeah that was like uh, 2003 yeah that's a long time ago yeah. but that was a good film I love that movie remember we watched that in a cinema in Washington and just as the lights were about to go off this little mouse ran across the sea in front of us yeah and then the lights went down and you weren't comfortable for I the whole rest of the I was not comfortable for the rest of the holiday uh, and the rest of that cinema trip anyway we've, we've gone on a bit of a tangent there but I like it it's Nick Cage's style so we've gone with it Yeah, so Between Worlds. Between what's, Worlds. What's, it's from 2018. Yeah, it's a 15. It is an hour and 30 minutes long. Uh, currently rated at 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. And stars Nick Cage, Franca Patente, and Penelope Mitchell-Billy. No, Billy's the character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and think... Penelope Mitchell. <laughs> you can edit that out. I'm going to. Um, if you'd have said it, I wouldn't have done. <laughs> I've got your back. Thanks, mate. Do you recognise Franca Patenti? She was in Run, Lola, Run. Love that film. Mm, I've not seen it since it came out. But uh, it is... Oh, right, yes, let me qualify that. I haven't seen it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Bit like Cube from yeah, you know, a few episodes ago. But um, I remember that being a good film. Yeah. And yeah. she was in a couple of the Bourne films. Was she? Not, I want to say the I'm first, big on the first one. Films. And then she got cut, killed in the second killed. one, I think. Nasty. So she's a German actress. And uh, yeah, she's pretty good again. Yeah. In some of the stuff she's done before. <laughs> and now she's in this. Um, so what's the premise of Between Worlds? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> yeah, me too. So Between Worlds is a film about a woman who can contact the dead or see the, see the future. It's not really... It's not re- something happens to her when she gets choked, basically. So if somebody's choking her, she can communicate with... The dead or the other side. Yeah, so I think getting choked is is her go-to, isn't it? Yeah. But essentially, so this is Franca Potenza's character. Yeah. Is Julie. She had a near-death experience when she was a girl. Yeah. And she nearly drowned. Yes. And she explains to Nicolas Cage quite early on that she sort of had an out-of-body experience. Yeah. So that's why she was getting choked <laughs> a few times in this film. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. So that's basically your premise. Um, her daughter gets into some sort of car wreck or bike wreck. Yes. Um, she wants to try and save her. She does save her by 
So, you so with her book. yeah, so her daughter's in hospital. Yeah, and she's been in this bike accident because she's like a street racer, isn't she? Yeah, and she is near death basically. Yeah. So Julie gets choked by a yeah, it's by Nicholas Cage and yeah, by, by Joe, Joe, and she's able to go and tell her daughter, "Come back, don't die." Basically. That's your premise. Yeah, that's, come, that's come, your basic. Come back premise. to the light. Yeah, Nick Cage's character Joe just happens to be he's a truck driver. Yeah, she so just she meets him to be passing through. She meets him in a truck stop because he's he's going into this truck stop shop and he hears a commotion in the toilet. This is the like third scene in the film. Yeah. He hears a commotion in the toilets and he hears a woman being choked. So obviously, as he does, he's a hero. He runs in there and breaks it up, beats the guy up, and stops the choking happening. But she's not happy about that. No, <laughs> no. So he, she explains her gift. He takes her to the hospital and then gives her a choke. So basically, yeah. So that's how their relationship sets they were, up. They were, she tells him. Did you notice how weird that conversation was when they were talking to each other and she was telling him about it? Because most of it wasn't filmed and it was like, we were having to guess what their conversation was. It was really weird. I, yeah, so I felt there was a couple of bits where this film felt like it jumped and I almost thought like I'd missed the scene. Exactly. Now, now initially, I put this down to the fact that I watched this after having had three points. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fair enough. I didn't, but... But <laughs> I, I think it was actually just badly edited it was that conversation definitely was because it was like i was sitting there thinking i'm guessing most of what they're talking about yeah. it's it's really weird it's a really weird scene but you understand from it that, that he she explains to him about the choking issue so julie saves her daughter billy yeah and but just as billy sort of comes around and comes out of cardiac arrest the nurse sort of sidles over and <laughs> says to julie you know like keep an eye on her she's been to the other side yeah that nurse was weird yeah so you've got a nurse who is also a believer or a yeah communicator with the other side. Yeah, it was just, again, just dropped in. Yeah, it's nurse exposition. <laughs> We've seen so many of these characters uh, just drop in and tell the story a little bit and, and give a bit of plot. Yeah, and then see. She later. pops up again later on as well. It was a strange one. Um, so the daughter wakes up. The daughter's Billy. Um, she seems to know Joe straight away. She She's, seems to recognise him. So he said, "Yeah, he." She wakes up while Joe is in the room. Yes, and. He, he says, I'm going to go get your mum. I'm going to tell her that you've woken up. And Billy says, don't, don't go. Just want to look at you. Yeah. Because I haven't seen you in forever, which is a bit weird. Bear in mind, she's never met him before. Correct. Her mum's only just met him at the truck stop. Something's afoot. Something is definitely afoot. Um, he, keep, he takes Julie home at that point and he keeps falling asleep and dreaming of his wife. Yes. Because his wife and his daughter are dead. Yes. And we just, we find out. Uh, we don't find out at this point how they died. But they did die. Uh, she wakes him up and they have sex. They do the naughty. There's a lot of that in this film. There's a lot of sex in this film. They, she had, it, but it's, it's, it's just so over the top because like Julie, so she takes him home. She has a vision of them having sex. Yeah. And then literally, I'm not exaggerating, 10 seconds later, yeah, they, they have the exactly sex. Exactly that sex. Which is sex. just the same bit of footage you've just seen. Yeah, it's the same, the yeah it is exactly the same bit of footage. It's weird. So I had to watch them rutting twice. Yeah. <laughs> No reason. Suddenly it says on the screen, three days later. Yeah. Uh, it's a big black screen with the words three days later written on it, which I really dislike in films. And it's a really cheap story. Yeah, so it's three days later is significant because that's them bringing Billy home. Yeah, she's coming home from hospital. So she's made a pretty quick recovery. Yeah, three days <laughs> after a bike accident. She's from a near-death no bike accident. She seems to have no issue either. Couple of scrapes on her face, and that's about it. She's walking around, no problems at all. And she kind of instantly makes a pass at Joe. She does. Yeah, she says, 
she he, he's in her room at some point and she, he says don't leave me you're always leaving him and I don't do well on my own yeah he's starting to get a bit freaked out at this point yeah but his, his, his relationship with Julie is sort of developing yeah it's a new it's only a three day old relationship but the road's calling yeah he has to leave because because he's a trucker and he was on his trucking duties yeah and he's now three days late for his delivery for his, his run on whatever he's, he's delivering just decided to stay with this girl, for, this woman, for three days. So he takes this delivery where it's got to go, and he only gets paid twenty dollars. Gets his truck repossessed. Gets his truck repossessed. Easy repossessed. Turns out Billy doesn't remember anything from before the accident at all. Yes, because some friends come to visit. Yes, yeah, a couple of her uh, stoner friends come yeah. over. She has no idea. Who she makes out that she does, but she has no clue who they are. And Julie offers Joe a place to stay. Yep. Yeah, so he goes back. He goes back. He goes to back because he's lost his truck. And all his worldly possessions are in that truck. So she offers to, she says to him, do you want to stay here for a bit? So he does. Yeah, so they fire up a load of weed. Yeah, smoke some weed. And do more. Do more naughty. <laughs> and Billy just sort of stands and watches she them. She watches them in the doorway at one point. And yeah. I thought it was really weird. Creepy. This is the most unerotic film I've yeah, ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. It's, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Joe starts fixing up the trucks and the bikes and everything that needs fixing because he's a handy man. He's a man and they've been missing that. Yeah, obviously. they haven't had a man for a while, obviously. And she's still creepily, Billy's still creepily watching him, whatever he's doing. She's trying on clothes and jewellery. Yeah. And their mum's clothes and jewellery. Getting a bum out a lot. Yeah, she does get a bum out a lot. Then I'm going to I'm gonna start a new feature on the podcast. I'm going to say my favourite line from every film that we do. Okay. And here is my favourite line from this film. Yeah. So Julie comes over to him and says, do you want a beer? And he says, does the tin man have a sheet metal cock? Oh, <laughs> uh, I cried laughing. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh and it is did, an absolutely yeah. great line that I'm going to use from now on. Does the tin, tin man have a sheet metal cock? Are you going to deliver it in Nicolas Cage doing a southern accent? No. Nope. Sort of. I don't do accents. <laughs> Don't want to offend our southern listeners. I'm sure we've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, that was unbelievable. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was a great line. So Joey is getting a bit upset because when his truck got repossessed, he had this box yeah. with like his personal possessions in. Yeah, so he's his got his, his photos of his wife and, yeah, and his daughter, and, and, his daughter and, and a few sort of knickknacks like that. And so it's late one night, he's talking to Julie and he sort of tells her that... <laughs> Again, I'm sure this was supposed to be really dramatic, but it made me laugh. The story that his wife fell asleep while smoking, yeah, set the house on fire and died. Yes, and so did his and daughter. So did his daughter by a cigarette setting the couch on fire. Yeah, setting the house on fire because yeah. she used to tell him like, "Don't go away." Yeah, I'm no good I'm, on my own. Yeah, don't leave me on my own. Yeah, yeah. Well, have we heard that before? Turns out he was. She was right. So Julie, because. She is the one person who's vaguely like a real person in this film <laughs> and has a bit of empathy. Goes and um, pays and gets Joe's things back. Yeah, five hundred dollars it cost her, which she doesn't look like she's got five dollars. No, where she got five hundred dollars from, I don't know. Just to, to again, they've only met each other like three days ago, maybe four at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange one. What happens while she's out doing the, this good deed? Delete ups her game. She starts flirting hard. She's proper. Proper going for him. Now, she says she misses him. Yeah. Even though she doesn't know him. Then she reveals that she isn't Billy. No. She is Mary. Yeah. Who is Joe's wife. And she says, when Billy's spirit left her body, 
Mary's jumped in its place, and that's got some convoluted way to do with the way Julie was being choked. Oh, I really wanted to turn this film off. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> Don't watch this. It's bullshit. And they have a kiss. Yeah, so, yeah, he she convinces him eventually because she name-checks the daughter, and she uses, I think she uses his surname. surname so, which, yeah, she calls him Majors, yeah. which is his surname, but he hasn't told anyone that. No. He doesn't use that name. And that's what his wife used to call him. Yeah. So that convinces him. So they have a kiss. Then they do the naughty. Uh, Julie comes home with a box. Yeah. With all his stuff in it. Just after they've sort of finished up. Yeah, just wipe themselves off. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's all this weird stuff that happens in like a montage. Yeah. There's a really weird bit where Nicolas Cage, so Joe and Billy, are having a water hose fight over the bike yes and there's a weird jazz score going on in the background <laughs> yeah and it didn't fit and it was just it was so bonkers it was it was really weird it was just bizarre there's also a scene where they're having sex and he's reading a book yeah at the same time i felt like i missed a reference here and me I, too and I, I tried to check it out and it appears <laughs> that there was no reference no. it's just crazy did you see what the book was called? i did did you see you wrote the book yes i did <laughs> so the book was called memories yeah and it was written by nicholas cage yeah what <laughs> And, and he's reading this out to her whilst yeah. she's having sex with her. Yeah, because that's what Mary, but, gets Mary off. But it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> there's, there's no reason for it. There's it's not even like, a proper book. It's like a pamphlet. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like it's a, a home Like ring bound, spiral bound. Yeah, that he's just printed off yeah. his computer. But it's not referenced again. No. It's not referenced before. Really weird. I thought I'd missed something and I'm pretty sure we didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's dream sequences of them having sex and there's actual scenes of them having sex and you don't know which is which. No. And but, and again, this really felt like it was padding out the runtime. So I, I think here, this is where you've got a load of dream sex sequences. Yeah. Because it's it's Julie either having premonitions or yeah. seeing what's happened when she's not been there. Yeah. And then she sort of wakes up bolt upright in bed. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, it's a dream. But yeah. I, I think she's seeing Something what's actually what's happened. Actually, yeah, I think you're right. Um, because of her gift. Yeah. Because of her shining. <laughs> She's got a really weird shining. <laughs> yeah. You have to be choked for it to work. And then she goes she goes to see the nurse. Yeah. From earlier. Yeah. Again, the nurse says, just because she knows, well, you must have brought someone else back. Yeah. When you came to bring your daughter back. Yeah. The nurse just says, well, that's what's happened. Because that must happen all the time. Oh, yeah. That happens every day. What are you talking about, crazy woman? <laughs> Ridiculous. So... Julie does go back home, and this time she does catch them. Yeah, in she real does life. catch them. Yeah, she says that her daughter's body has been hijacked, and Billy slash Mary hits her over the head. Yeah, and knocks then, her out. And then when she so just just before that, she gets back and she catches them. Yeah, and Cage like he pulls his pants back up. I mean, like underpants. Yeah, not his trousers for American <laughs> listeners. And he then runs after her and tries to talk Julie round, and he's still wearing this pair of like leopard skin banana hammock yeah pants <laughs> don't you looked me right in the eye when you said that then it was really cool uh, no, I was just looking at Nicolas Cage's grundle uh, for the whole uh, don't say grundle <laughs> for the whole scene uh, I didn't I thought what the hell was in these three pints that I've just drunk <laughs> <laughs> this is a really weird film to be drunk watching <laughs> Do you know what the weirdest thing about how weird this film is? Go on. Nicolas Cage isn't that weird in it. No, he's probably the most normal thing in it. Like, I've seen him do much more 
mental performances. Yeah, he plays drunk truckers quite a lot. Yeah, and this is just him until right at the end where they let him go a bit. Yeah, they do. He just yeah, goes. just do whatever you want, mate. Yeah. So yeah, that happens, and then Billy slash Mary and Joe go to the stoner the friends. Stoner. House. Are they having a party? Or yeah, just... I think so. It was Mike with one of them, and I didn't catch the other one's name. Uh, I think it's Rick. It doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. He gets killed quite quickly. Yeah, so they're just after his drugs. Yeah, I think so. And Nick... It's uh, Nick. Nick. Joe. <laughs> Joe You're kills Nick. one of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Joe accidentally kills one of them, doesn't he? Yeah, he uh, shoots one. <laughs> In the stomach. Yeah. In that traditional film scene where you wrestle a gun between your two stomachs. And it and goes off it and, goes and off you and don't know who it has killed, yeah. but you really do, because yeah. Nicholas Cage... Because in every film ever. Dying. Not yet, Nick, anyway. Nick, Nicholas Cage ain't dying. So they... Yeah, they leave with his drugs... Um, the surviving stoner friend goes to see Julie to find out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Why have Billy just broke in and killed his mate? And they go off together and try and figure it out. Yeah. It's all on you for me. My notes get a bit... Um... <laughs> you just scroll. Yeah. <laughs> so they go back to their old house and Julie exp- explains to Mike, who's the stoner friend, that he has to choke her. Yeah. Because that's, the, that's the, what happens in this film. Doesn't she want because she wants to find out where uh, Joe and yeah, Billy, Billy are hold up? Yeah, they find out and they go to the house. So now we've got all our characters in the same house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they confront each other. Um, Billy, who is now Mary, t- says to Joe or says to the room, Sarah was dead before the fire because she'd killed her. Yeah, and then burnt the house down. Yeah, Joe starts to hear Sarah scream, uh, calling for him while all this is going on. It's all gone a bit crazy. So this is where they let Nick Cage be Nick Cage. It all goes a bit crazy. Billy slash Mary shoots Julie, um, and they both go over to the other side. Yeah. Where Sarah's there, the kid. Um, Billy is somehow now back in her own body. Yeah. Just happens, just one of them things that happened. Joe, Joe, what does Joe do? So, music starts playing. Yeah. It's leader of the pack. It is. I don't know why. No. I do, I, I, Again, seems totally out of place. <laughs> Joe covers himself in petrol. Yeah. And sets himself on fire. He does. Because he can't cope with any of these revelations. Because it's all a bit too much for him. It's yeah. It's gone a bit crazy. He's, he's gone batshit crazy. He's sexed out. He's had lots of sex. He's done turns, lots of naughty. It turns out his, um, his dead wife killed, killed his, his daughter, daughter. And then herself. And the house. And the house. And he, yeah, he sets himself on fire. And yeah. So Julie's dead. Yeah. She gets shot. The house gets burnt down. Billy and Mike escape the burning house. She ain't got a fucking clue what's going on because she's not been in her own body for three days. No, she's got no idea the amount of things Nicolas Cage has done to her. <laughs> and then the very last scene of the film. You're going to have to explain this to me. Again, I thought I'd fallen asleep and woken up. I don't know. I don't know. So, so it goes dark. goes dark. We, it goes, everyone's dead. Yeah, everyone's or dead. Everyone's escaped. All escaped. And then it goes light again and there's a young Joe. Yeah. As a child who has a gun and he pulls this gun on his dad and the screen fades to black and that's the end of the film. Yeah, you heard this gun. There's shot a gunshot, but you don't see you don't see who got shot or anything. Uh, what? Had he gone There's back in been, time? There was was been, it a memory? There has been no reference to Joe as a child during the his whole mom film. Or his dad, or, or his any, mom or his dad. Any childhood issues no. or problems? Uh, it was like the ending of a completely different film. It was literally like the ending of a different film. It made no sense. There was no need for it to be there because the scene at the the last scene with Billy and Mike in the car. It's fine. It was weird, man. And that's it. That's it. That's the end of, uh, what's it called? Between, Between Worlds. Worlds. I keep getting it mixed up with Bottom of the World, which was a few weeks ago. Between Worlds, that's the end of it. I never want to see it again. It was really ridiculous. This was fucking terrible. <laughs> I, 
I'm I'm not saying I'm saying I'm not saying this is the bottom of the stream. Yeah. This is the least I've enjoyed watching any film that we have watched. Wow. Really? Yeah. I I cannot find a a single positive thing in this. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. You're a lot. I'm down on it. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't have said it was the worst film. I'm not, no, I don't. I'm not, worst, I, I'm not sure it's the worst film. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure okay. it's at the bottom of the bottom. It's not. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, we'll go there. But this is the least fun I've had watching it's, a it film is, since we've started this. It's bollocks. It is 100% bullshit bollocks. It's a terrible film. Uh, feel free to step in if you want to give no, me a redeeming feature, but I can't think of any redeeming features to this. No. If you're a Nick, if, you, if you're enjoying these 10, 20 films that Nicolas Cage is churning out a year, then maybe you'll get something out of it, but I don't think anybody is. He's just out there making money and that's all he's trying to do, I think. And I understand that. That's I, fine. He's just taking on anything because he must be, because he, you read that script, you're not going to take he, that film. Like I say, he doesn't even get to be that crazy in there. No, he's just playing a normal drunk trucker. He gets to roll around with... Sets himself on fire two, at the end. Two semi-naked women, which might have been the appeal to <laughs> that's the probably what the, Yeah, probably for that. Yeah, I'll go for that. Nothing happens for the first 45 minutes. No. But you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, it's paint by numbers. It's just... It feels like bits are missing from this. Definitely. It's That conversation it's at the beginning... Shoddy. Was, you Just watch that scene on its own, that first conversation between Joe and Julie. It makes no sense. You you have to fill in the gaps yourself. Do you know what the worst part of this is? Go on. I, I, I went on Netflix um, either later on or the day after I watched this. And you know where you get your because you watched. Yeah. Yeah. So there's now a line on the account that says, <laughs> because you watched but, um, because Between, you Worlds. Watched Between Worlds, you may be interested in these steamy films. Oh, no way. <laughs> so there's a whole subgenre called steamy films on there. Well, they're going to end up getting added to our list and we're going to end up doing a lot more steamy films. <laughs> I thought you were say there was a great big long list of Nicolas Cage films appeared. Yeah, it was... It was not steamy. <laughs> it really it was, wasn't. It was not sexy. No. It was... It was horrible. Horrible. Mucky. <laughs> dirty. Grimy, oh. dirty, horrible. Nah. I hated this. Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy I didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it. It's not a great film. I can't, like I say, I, I think we managed to pull at least some positives out of The Open House and Sierra Burgess. I can't think of anything in this. Wow, okay. Not I not not performances, not directing, not No. You're right, it, it didn't is, look it good, is. it is No. It had nothing going for it at all. There's no reason for anybody to watch this film. It was the closest thing to boring, I think, as well, that wow. we've seen. Wow. I just I, I yeah. Okay. I hated it. Strong words. <laughs> You're really passionate about it. Yeah. I didn't think it would. I, from when we saw the trailer. It looked the trailer makes it look interesting. I was expecting it's, it to be a bit sci-fi. Yeah, it's a bit of a decent premise to it. Yeah, and, you know, timelines messing around. Yeah. and oh, this is going to be wacky. Just, yeah. I'm not expecting it to be good, but Cage just let him off the leash and yeah. have a bit of fun. And this was I feel like nothing like that. A little bit, yeah, interesting. Nick Cage trying to do an erotic thriller <laughs> in his vest with his pot odd. belly <laughs> and his oh no leopard skin banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nobody you'd recommend it to. I take it no. No, nobody at all. No, no. Can I erase it from my memory? No, that's always there now. There's a there's an oral record of it as well that you've seen it. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you cannot erase it from your memory. So, shall we move on to the stream table? Yeah. Okay, I've got it written down here. Where's it going? I presume we're looking at the bottom. Yeah. Four. Uh, so currently, the bottom four on the stream table are Murder Party, The Open House, Hot Bot, and Sierra Burgess is a loser. Uh, Murder Party is better. Murder Pie is better. I agree with you. 
Open house? I think open house is better. Wowzers. Okay. Hotbot? Hotbot isn't better. I know, that's terrible. Hotbot's an awful film. That This is this is on that sort of level. Yeah. So the, the debate you've got to have with yourself now is, is it better or worse than the open house? I would rather watch the open house again than watch this again, personally. What about you? Yeah, I think you're right. The, the open house is a bad film. But it's made a lot worse by its ending. Yeah. If the open house had a decent ending, it'd probably be further up the list. Yeah. And this is a bad film from start to finish. Yeah. So. This isn't fun. There was bits in the open house, I way remember because that was months ago, that was episode one. That was episode one, one, yeah. But there were bits in there that I found a bit endearing. Yeah. There's some good good performances in it. Dylan Minnette's really good in it. Yeah. Like I say, I can't think of anything positive about it. So it's worse than the open house. Is it worse than Hotbot? Oh, that's like asking me to choose. Um, choose your least favorite. Yeah, I, I would again. If you put, if you run a gun to my head and tell me I've got to watch one again, I'm watching a hot bot again. Really? I think I am. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I'd watch Sierra Burgess again rather than this. Wow. What? what? But, but because of the the well well argued and um, well discussed moral issues with Sierra Burgess, I don't feel that it can be replaced at the bottom. No, it's the worst thing we've it seen. It isn't worse than Sierra Burgess is a loser. It isn't. I'd ha- I'd, I'd, personally, I would have this under Hotbot, but what what do you think? <laughs> Put me on the spot. Um, I don't think I would. If you handed me both films now, oh, this is that's a tough question. They're very close. Very, very close. I'm going to say, I'll let you have it. I, I Like you said the other week, there's, there's two, it's too close for me to argue. They're both... They're both terrible films and it doesn't really matter to me which order they go in. So we keep Sarah Burgess as a loser at the bottom, but you want to put Between Worlds just in, just above it. 15 out of 16. 15 out of 16. Yeah. But Between Worlds, worse than Hotbot. Yeah. Blimey. I thought it'd take us weeks to find something worse than Hotbot and it didn't. I feel that we're on a bad run. We are. <laughs> we are. We need to bring it back. <laughs> I feel the, uh, the randomizer has not been kind to the, us the last the few The bottom weeks. of the stream is not being kind to us. We... We're dredging. Well, we had the last three, so we've had The Cured, Hotbot. Yeah. And now this, Between Worlds. Yeah. We've got to be due. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've we all really been have. pretty poor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's hope something good comes out of this boy, this bag this week. Should we want to pick it? Yeah, just don't watch this film. Don't Definitely don't watch this film. If you've watched it, tweet us, tweet us and tell us why the hell you've watched it. And the this, people have probably this. watched it because we tell them to watch it before we do, before they listen. We're doing this because you don't have to. Yeah. If you've watched it because you thought, oh, I watched that and then I'll listen to these two guys talk about it, apologies. Yeah. Really sorry. Okay, so you ready to pick next week's film? Yeah. Night of the Comet. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not sure I have a good feeling about this. So let me just bring that up on IMDb. If you can hear a cat in the background, by the way, we're at Nick's house recording this week. So we're... Yeah, we're in the lifeboat this week. We are. He's got two cats and they're noisy. Ah, interesting. Okay. Night of a Comet. Night of a Comet? <laughs> Night of the Comet has just come up on my phone. And Night of a Comet is a film from 1984. Oh, wow. So that's, this that's is easy. by far the long, oldest film we've done. Oh, wow. Previously, Cube was the oldest. What was that? That was like 97? 97. So it's 13 years older than Cube. Blimey. We're only three years older than this film. It is a 15. It's on for an hour and 35 minutes. It is classed as a comedy horror sci-fi film. And here is the synopsis. 
Uh, a comet wipes out most of life on Earth, leaving two valley girls fighting against cannibal zombies and a sinister group of scientists. Okay. Sounds interesting. It looks, from the poster, looks very 80s. Wow. Um, do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Did you ever wonder what it would be like to be one of the last people on Earth? We're talking ghost town! Who would you see? There's nobody. I mean, there's nobody. Ah! What would you do? Hey, I'm sorry if the end of the world makes me a little nervous. Where would you go? The stars are up ahead! Well, get ready to find out, because the comet is coming into your orbit. The legal drinking age is now 10, but you will need ID. Let's be real. It's the night of the comet. What do you give me if I come back? Texas. Night of the Comet. I'll be taking requests from all you teenage comet zombies. The night the teenagers ruled the world. Yeah! Night of the Comet. The burden of civilization is on us. It's isn't it? So that was the most 80s trailer in the whole history of the world. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this one looks like it could be quite interesting. It's going to be it's, very different to anything we've seen. We so were far. both brought up on 80s films, so it's going to be interesting to see how they, uh, if this holds up. It looks like the sort of film that'd have some sort of cult following. I don't know. I've never heard of it. You no, me neither. I've never no. heard of it. No. So uh, check that out. Check out Night of the Comet. Um, okay. Looks like another zombie type film, but. I will we'll, check uh, it out. I'll you've got to check it out. I'll you've got no choice. Yeah. And then you can come and talk to me about it next week. Okay, so uh, in the meantime, go and watch it, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Yep. Cheers. Bye. Bye.